me one second. I'm going to mute my mic, and then I'll mute, make sure that uh, okay. you can still hear me. We afterwards. might we might step away to go to the bathroom and maybe get uh, Bennett some smelling salts. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, man. You can. We do three of these in one. <laughs> and the idea is we get progressively more drunk mm-hmm. throughout the session. And the questions should become progressively more ridiculous, even, possibly even personal. Mm-hmm. Throughout. Oh man, dude, I gotta. Oh my god, you're gonna have to edit my shit. Uh, no, I mean, maybe. I maybe. I don't know. You're gonna be like, yeah, dude, you talked about. We actually your have had, feelings like... for like four hours. <laughs> Welcome to Brose. You do the math. I'll do the Alfredo. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros in Rosé. To my right, Mr. Rich Sweeten. Hey, guys. To my left, Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hello. To my other left, sort of across from me, but a little bit like left center we'll go with, uh, on a monitor, sort of, Tim Bolger. Uh, it's hot in here, but hey. Hey. And to my direct right, uh, our fifth bro this week, Mr. David Bennett. Pod Piper of uh, Bedroom Talk. <laughs> <laughs> how are you all doing right now? Oh, uh, pretty. How are you doing, Bennett? You uh, you seemed a little <laughs> shocked to find out we record three episodes in one sitting. <laughs> yeah, no, I, absolutely shocked. But you know what? I, I think I'm going to be able to uh, correct uh, correct the, the ship, and yeah. I think I'll be all right. <laughs> we are on episode 18.2 of Brose, available as always on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and anywhere else. You can get fine podcasts. Of course, being 18-2, that means we are on our second glass of rosé or our second can of Truly, whatever it might be. Uh, And the premise of the show, as always, is to answer questions from you, the gentle listener, about life, the universe, and everything while we're sipping on these delicious beverages. So if you have a question that you'd like us to answer while uh, very slightly to moderately inebriated, uh, you want to send those questions to the email address, brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. And before we get to those questions, let's talk about what we're drinking. Sean, would you like to discuss your wine first? Yeah, I'm drinking uh, the Dreaming Tree, a 2018 rosé out of California. Uh, created by the incomparable Dave Matthews, David Matthews, and Sean McKenzie. Uh, and it is really, really fucking mediocre. <laughs> That's all I have to say about Dreaming it. Dreaming Tree does sound like a Dave Matthews band song name. Yeah, and then or... he wrote to, he wrote a goddamn poem about a hip-hop, a hip-hopopotamus. Uh, rhino. Yeah. <laughs> Painfully mediocre. Also, by the way, very appropriate for Dave Matthews. Uh, yeah, I, I went for the obvious joke there. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bolger, what are you drinking? I'm drinking Rosé D'Anjou. I think it is by D'Anjou. Barton and Gostier. Uh-huh. Um, it's actually pretty good. I'm enjoying it. Okay, excellent. Uh, Rich, what are you drinking? I am drinking Toraiolo. I believe I'm pronouncing it right. It's a 2018 Rosato Toscana. On the back, the tasting notes, Turaiolo Rosado is produced from the exceptional Tuscan Terrior. The bouquet reveals tropical notes of grapefruit, wild strawberries, cherries, and pears. The flavor is balanced fresh and fragrant with exceptional drinkability. Mm. And do you find it excess, exceptionally drinkable? I This is episode two, and I'm three quarters through the bottle. So. Here we go. Or... Uh, 
Uh, probably more like two thirds of the bottle. I had like two glasses on the first episode. So. Hey, that's a, that's the way to do it. Yeah. yeah, Mr. Bennett, what are you drinking this fine evening? So I didn't understand the name of the game in the <laughs> first podcast. So, uh, I started off by drinking the Wolfer Estate Summer in a Bottle, and um, I may or may not have finished what was left. I oh mean, man! To be to be fair, it was only about a glass. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I'm 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 breaking all the rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going with a truly pomegranate hard cider mm. seltzer. Excuse me, not so cider. seltzer. Yeah, yeah. this is so, this is for your your current ketogenic diet. So this yeah, is this yeah. is ascribing to that. The thing is, guys, abs are made in the kitchen, not the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Facts. if that totally applies to what we're doing, but uh, you know what? Uh, I'm probably gonna end up taking a splash of all of your rosés in order to uh, play by the rules. That's fine. You're good there. I am drinking Toad Hollow Vineyard's Dry Rosé of Pinot Noir. It's a 2018 Sonoma County uh, rosé. Uh, it's pretty good. It is, as, as indicated, pretty dry. Uh, among the tasting notes on the back, uh, the, the, the Dry Rosé of Pinot Noir says that it is charmingly fresh, made with grapes primarily from the Caneros region of Sonoma County, esteemed for its Pinot Noir fruit. And I have to believe them, because I've never heard anything to the contrary because i've never heard anything about that statement uh, as far as <clears throat> as far as any other evidence is concerned it's pretty good it's it's an above average rosé uh it's a dry rosé it's you know it's it's up my alley as far as the type yeah. of rosés that i would like so it looks like toad from frog and toad is on the front yes uh frog is that and frog to- and toad is that what that's called it might mr. be mr toad mr toad i think mr toad is um wind in the willows right yeah yeah it looks yeah, like yeah. that guy okay it looks like mr toad from wind in the willows yeah he's 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 Got his cane, <laughs> and he's looking at the glass rosé like, huh, look at that. <laughs> is that a, ch- a children's book? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I vaguely think I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. There was a ride in Disney World called Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, yep. and I think it's based on that. Yep. You, you, it's, a, it's a walk through Toad Manor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Sean, you have the second envelope of questions. That, that's not true. Oh, it's not? Is it Rich has a second envelope it of questions? It is Rich. Second. Rich, can you just give Sean the second envelope of questions? Uh, It'll make yeah, it easier yeah, for me. Here's the second envelope. Just hold uh, on to it. But the questions the are questions. right here. So. All right, just do Yeah, hold on to the envelope. Uh, if you do have a question for the show, you can email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. Rich, what's on the envelope? All right. So I've got an envelope uh, with uh, two glasses on it. And it says, if you can't beat them, join them. Danny Amendola, 2018 Patriots, 32, Dolphins, 33. Um. I, I don't. I don't want to hear his name today. Uh, so, Rich, what is the first question right. in that envelope? Let's go with this one right here, and it is: um, When a friend is sad, what do you do to make them feel better? Hmm. I cook them dinner. Okay. I try to like cook them dinner and try to hang out with them and just like be there for them as much as I can, but also know that. Sometimes when people are sad, they need space. So I won't get upset if, like, mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, I'm here for you. And then if they get, if they're like, no, I don't get, I don't get upset about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's different for different people, for yeah. sure. Bolger, what do you do when somebody is sad? That's pretty much what I do, too. Um, I just kind of reach out to them and be like, hey, if you need anything, just hit me up. I can hang out if you want. And then just kind of flex to whatever they need. I mean, they're the ones that need. So whatever makes them feel better, I'm willing to do, you know? Okay. Also good. Also good. Uh, Sean. I mean, the same thing. I yeah. think I think when when someone is sad, I think the most uh, the the most you can do for them is just to listen to what they want in that situation. Like, I think 
it is a knee jerk would be to do what you would want done if you were upset, which for me is like, I kind of want people to leave me alone so I can work through it. And then mm-hmm. like, as it kind of is on the downswing, that's when I want to see people and talk to them about it. So I think my knee jerk is to like give people a lot of space, but you know, I know a lot of people who that's not the case and they want to be, mm-hmm. they want someone there with them to kind of bounce ideas off of. And that's, and so I, I think you really have to listen to, you have to actively listen and not just because mm-hmm. I think a lot of times also knowing what you like done, you'll just kind of not really hear what they're asking for and just kind of insert yourself and be like, they'll be like, uh, I like, can you come over and talk? And since I don't like that, I'll be like, I'll come over in a couple of days, but they might mean mm-hmm. immediately. I need somebody here. Yeah. It's, it's a tricky balancing act too, because if you're, Again, I, I'm going to do the exact thing that you explained, which is like when I when I am sad, <laughs> yeah. but like when I'm sad, like I, I don't always. I know that I am, and other pe- and there are many other people who, when they're sad, they don't want to be seen as a burden to other people, and yeah. so what they want might be for somebody to talk to them, but they're not going to say, "Please come talk yeah. to me." Mm-hmm. So you're 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 walking a tight, you know, a bit of a tightrope because it's like, okay, do they actually want to be left alone, or do they just not want to be seen as, like, somebody who's, like, leaning, like, who needs the help right now? So it's yeah. it's, it's, it's very difficult sometimes, but like you said, That's active listening point. helps with that. Dave, what do you do? I think uh, the most important thing you can do is just be available to the person and just say, hey, listen, like, can I come to you? Uh, be available, be accessible, and just say, like, you know what, like, I know you're going through something tough, like, can I come to you? Um because I think, like you said, like you never want to be a burden to somebody. And when you offer to go to somebody, like that person maybe doesn't totally feel like you're, like they're burdening you. And um, so I, I think it's offering that, like, hey, can I come to you? That that one-on-one physical support. Right. And I think that does a lot for people. Yeah. And I think at that point, even if you if this person turns you down. Um, yeah. they, they know, Hey, I am making the effort, you know, even if I'm still figuring out what exactly it is that you need right now. Um, you know, they like knowing that somebody is thinking about doing that. Yeah. Right. Like I have, I have a very close friend and, and, and I won't go into like too many details or anything like that, but, um, she has said to me, like, she's going through a hard time and like, I've said to her like, Hey, you know, can I help you? Like, can I come and like maybe spend time with you? And you know, she originally started off by saying, like, I don't like I don't want to be around anybody. And then she kind of softened up a little bit and said, like, you know, can you come down? And I was like, of course. And yeah. at the end of the day, like, you know, not uh, like she she basically said, thank you for coming down. Like, I feel a lot better. And I think like when we're going through something, it's a lot of time, like better to be around people. Mm-hmm. Like we might think that it's best to be alone because that might kind of scratch the itch almost like listening to sad music yes. might scratch yeah. that itch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it's very important to be, like, you know, to be, if you're being a friend to somebody, be cognizant of what it is that they're looking for. Yeah. And, and again, that's something I think everybody is, you know, a lot of people can can empathize with because it's like, you, you like you said, it's 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 addictive to be like, I'm just going to shut myself off from people for mm-hmm. a couple of days. And yeah. sometimes that's what you need. But also, you know, you're, in general... I think people are happier when they are socializing to some degree. And if you completely shut yourself off from other people because you're upset about something that just happened or you're depressed or something like that, um, and you just can go completely you know, off off the grid a little bit, 
you're you're missing some of that endorphin rush that happens when you communicate with people. Yeah, yeah. I I think to I, it's my my reaction is typically some some combination of what you guys are suggesting, which is, you know, I will I will basically just shoot somebody a text message because the text message is like sort of the the most hands off way. It may be a personal, but it's also like a very hands off way of being like I am thinking of you. If you want to respond to this, mm-hmm. great. Um, if you don't want to respond to it and you need some time. Also fine. It's just a text message. Yeah. It's not a phone call where it's like I have to pick up and like I have to, you know, maybe somebody's not up for a phone call at that point. But just text message. You go like, hey, every couple of days or like, you know, if you had a conversation with somebody and you know that they're in a bad mood, you know, day or two later. Hey, hope, hope you're doing better. Let me know if you want to chat. Or even if you're just talking about nonsense, like just bring up like, you know, if you know that they like music, just be like, oh, I heard a great new album the other day. Like talk to them about, communicate them with them in some way. But then the text message is also like a nice like hands off entry point into that. Yeah. 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 I, I think that's also important is like when somebody's going through things, like make sure that you're talking about normal stuff with them because they don't want to feel like the only subject going on in their life is whatever like abnormal shit is going on. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So like you said, like, hey, you know, if somebody's going through this, this and this, like, mm-hmm you know, maybe bring up like, Hey, you know, like this album came out like, or, you know, you don't want to seem oblivious to what else is going on, but I think yeah. it's important to like add some normalcy to that person's life. It gives you a little perspective, not to say like a, a, something that's a shallow subject or like, you know, if you hear about music or sports or something like that, that you're supposed to say, Oh yeah, yeah. And my, everything's fine now because I heard about the Eagles right. or something like that. Yeah. But yeah. it does help because it's like, Oh yeah, there is other stuff happening. Like yeah. I can tell you, there've been mornings where I come into work and I'm just like, I don't know, for whatever reason, I'm just in a bad mood or, or whatever. Or something rubbed me the wrong way about work the previous day. And I'll get in and I'll be kind of grumpy. And my the guy that sits next to me will just be like, oh, friggin' eagles, right? And right. I'll be like, yeah, friggin' eagles. And like, just like, it's, it's nice to just shoot the shit about that kind of stuff. And it, and it gets your mind off of things and it gets you being like, yeah, you know, I get, you know, it's not all bad. Like, this isn't the most important thing in my life, but it's nice to just talk about nonsense for yeah. a few minutes. Yeah. Right. And, but it's also, if it's something that you can empathize with, try to at least project that, like, I know what you may be going through. I went through this. Yep. Yeah. But I think I'm that, not going to push it that way. I'm going to try yeah, to. I think that that can be a dangerous road to go down, though, only because it it can seem like when you're really going through something, mm-hmm. if somebody comes and is like, well, I know how you feel. Yeah, it, it can feel very like either they're making it about them or like I from experience when really bad things happen to you. It doesn't matter if other people have gone through it. You don't feel that anyone has ever felt the way that yeah. you do in that mm-hmm. moment. Yeah. But I, but I, I think that it can be valuable to 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 be like, uh, to be like we're on the same team, and you know, I, yeah. if, like this is how, or even just framing is like this is how I felt when that when this happened to me. I don't mm-hmm. know if you feel the same way. Yeah. I think also if I, I, I do think being trying to create normalcy, and if you're kind of unsure of whether they want to be with you or be left alone, mm-hmm. inviting them to something uh, kind of innocuous like yeah. the Sunday Eagles game yeah. or if like we're going out to, to it, brunch. Let's go out to the bar. Yeah. 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 Something like something dumb like that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you, if you think that I'm inviting you to anything, like when you're going through something, absolutely not. <laughs> I need your life to be perfect. And I do not need you to bring up some real shit. It's true. When I'm trying to have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> I need you being the anchor to my day. Um, Rich, what is the next question we have? All right. Let's see. What do we got here? Um, 
If someone gave you $20, what would you buy with it? A fifth of George Dickel Rye. <laughs> absolutely not. Absolutely That's not. It's a questionable decision. <laughs> no. I, I, it's, it's absolutely what Tim Hansen would have said. Uh, shout out Tim Hansen, who's currently enjoying his uh, his honeymoon in Cancun. Um, his wife is not. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what would you do with $20 if you'd spend it on anything? I would purchase Untitled Goose Game on the tennis. <laughs> and you'd still have five dollars to spare because it's $5. on sale. It, that I, game is so good. It, it's so I, dumb, but it's I love it. Depressing it or not depressing. It's it's reasonably short. I wish there was a little bit more to it, but after you beat it, additional stuff comes in. But it's still yeah, it's it's very fun. That's a, that's a game worth twenty dollars. Yeah, you just I, run around as a goose and you honk at yeah. people. Like half the fun of that game is not like completing the objective. It's just seeing the different reactions of people. Like you're hiding in a bush, huh? Yeah, <laughs> dude, that's like my dream. It's so good. It's such a dumb yeah, game. And I'll, I'll spend fifteen dollars to go to the movies. Why not spend fifteen dollars to play a game for two hours? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's what you have to look I'll at. Get it. some NPCs, you know. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, Dave, what would you spend twenty dollars on if you could spend it on anything? Uh, twelve pack of Trulies. <laughs> five. Please sponsor us. Yes, yes. Uh, and five individual shots of Captain Morgan. <laughs> Hold on, wait a minute. Where, that, where are you? Where are you buying all this from? That includes tax. Oh, oh okay. So, oh, so the shots are coming from the same liquor store. Yeah. So you're not uh, going to like uh, the Wild West Casino in Atlantic City and getting uh, like Jim Beam or Captain Morgan shots. No, dude, I have standards. Okay. <laughs> standards. Uh, Bulger, what would you spend $20 on? Groceries. Oh, man. <laughs> Very utilitarian, as always. Dude. What what groceries would they be? Look, I mean, it depends on the day, and let me And let me um, remind you, I am an a- I was an avid supermarket sweep viewer, so if this comes up to a cent above 20, I'm kicking you off the show. I am going to recommend not going to the supermarket hungry to start. Sure. Otherwise, you're going to end oh, up with sure. significantly sure. more than fair, $20 fair. worth of items. So the question is, are you getting, like, all the essentials, or are you just being like, you know what, I'm getting, like, a bag of salmon or something, and that's knocking out my 20 $20. $20 worth of lettuce. <laughs> no. when, when you so Wait, Iceberg? When, so Not, you're bringing, dude, like, you're bringing essentially 19 here. to 20 heads of lettuce with you <laughs> in a bag and going, this was the best way I could have spent that money. When he said going grocery shopping, it made me think of your story with Alex and <laughs> the, the, the freaking the spinach. Statue, stack totally. of spinach. So totally look, spinach. I'm going to be totally real. If somebody handed me $20 and they were like, all right, do what you want with it, champ. Yeah. I'm going to put it towards something that I would normally have to spend money on. So inevitably when something pops up later that I would have spent my $20 on. I can spend Honestly, it on whatever the hell he's I want. right. Whenever I've come up with twenty bucks, yeah. like I end up with twenty dollars, I it's it's going to gas or something. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. Not buying anything yeah fun. it's fair, but also Tim is being the aunt who like gives you the check for fifteen dollars, going actually you should put that in a Vanguard index fund. Like yeah, long terms, if you put that in there now, it'll Look, be sixty dollars in ten years. Like yeah, of course that's going to be better. Delayed reaction. This is instant gratification we're looking for right here. Look, nineteen heads of lettuce. That's pretty gratifying. Are you telling me you went to the supermarket, got twenty dollars worth of groceries, and came home, and you were like, "Dude, I d- you I didn't say groceries. You said lettuce. <laughs> you said lettuce." And no, I would not feel like I made a great decision if I came home carting home two satchels of lettuce and just going like, "Boy, I'm gonna have a great week." 
This lettuce gets more and more, just like the whisks. Two, two pallets of lettuce. I would never, in my life, come home with 45 heads of lettuce and say, hey, honey, we're going to wild out this weekend. Dude, I, I would made the best investment of our lives. Here it is. It, it, iceberg is through the roof. You see it. Jim Cramer was just screaming about iceberg lettuce on Mad Money this afternoon. I would kill a man right now for a... Uh, a, a wedge of lettuce, a single wedge some of lettuce, ranch, and some bacon. <laughs> like that sounds delicious right now. I've never craved it more that in my life. Sean, like, can you please correct him's wrong and say what you would do with twenty dollars? Okay, now I have to think because it was legitimately going to be a, ga- a, like a full tank of gas. That's fine. You, it's not lettuce. Well, no, no, it has to be something. Like if somebody just, if I find twenty dollars, I'm generally going to buy something that I don't already have. Actually, I would spend the $20 on Persona 3 and 4. Hell yeah. For the PS3. Hey, hey, hey. Because I have them, but my PS2 broke, so I gotta get them. And I think that's what I would buy. You know what? That's 160 hours worth of entertainment. For right real. <laughs> so good. Yeah, we have um, a substantial lack of lettuce. But yeah. I think if somebody gave me the lettuce... Not the lettuce. <laughs> gave me that green, baby. It's <laughs> <laughs> some lettuce. I love that cheddar. It's got a green fever. <laughs> So if somebody gave me twenty bucks and like was like, do like, uh, like do what do whatever you want with this, I would feel pressured to then like donate it to charity or something. Like I feel like they're watching me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I couldn't come home with you know fifty pounds of lettuce, right? Or whatever. <laughs> I would have to yes. buy something serious. I would have to like donate it. Would but... you Would you donate the money or would you uh, Would you buy the food and then maybe donate thirty five pounds of lettuce? <laughs> because I I think I think one goes farther than the other. Do you think the actual donation goes like like a, if I were to buy food and then donate that food would go further than twenty dollars? I think you're right because you, yeah. you're cutting yeah. out the overhead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's the thing. Like I'm I'm the type of person like if if I'm gonna donate like money if I'm gonna donate anything like I want to know exactly like who it's going to where it's going mm-hmm. to because like it gives me uh, that that comfort of, of feeling I. Like I have a little bit of control mm-hmm. as opposed to yeah. like, hey, I'm donating like twenty dollars as an organization and it might pay for the secretary or yeah. like, you know, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. If I'm gonna be truly self indulgent about this, I think the answer is as follows. I'm gonna get like an eight to nine dollar like Chinese food combo platter. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna spend like two like a buck fifty on a twenty ounce of diet Dr. Pepper. Keep going. <laughs> ben, I need you to put your pants back on. Yeah, yeah. Jesus sorry. Christ. Okay, sorry. Hold on. <laughs> it's Thank not for you. us. It's for Tim. Uh, <laughs> um, and I'd spend the rest of the money on some sort of, well, not a TV show. Probably would be like a video game of some sort. And that's like, that's my afternoon. Like I spend yeah. $5 on like an old video game or like one of those indie video games and just be like, you know what? Here's my afternoon. Soda, a cheap junky lunch that i like and like just a game that i can sit down and play on my own either that or two tickets to a movie with my wife uh, to slightly alter my answer because excuse me one I, ticket to the movie with my wife i know how much a movie costs <laughs> <these days. laughs> like i would buy on total goose game but i already have it so i don't need to yeah um i would actually buy myself like similar to uh kind of similar to tim i would go out grocery shopping but i would buy myself a really expensive steak really expensive food and make myself a really good dinner there you go that's a good way for the record i wouldn't actually only buy lettuce (laughs) yeah you know (laughs) well you need you get get radishes as well you you, gotta have something garnish it with you you 
you nailed that in, and you can never take it back. No, sorry, man. No, well, you, you get the lettuce, you get the shredded carrots, you get the mayonnaise, you get the onions, you make a coleslaw out of all of it. Mm, I would slow. make a salad. Like, I would buy, like, $20 worth of materials to make a giant salad. Oh, yeah, that sounds Wait, Wait a minute. That's a lot of salad. It's <laughs> a lot yeah. of salad. Well, I'm, like, good for a while, man. <sighs> You're going to be very disappointed with your Christmas gift this year, by the way. <laughs> no, Tim, can I, can I piggyback off that? Like, I, yeah. I by no means want to say that, like, if I got $20, if you just handed me a $20 bill, like, I'm not donating any of that. <laughs> like, yeah, no, like, I, I'm, I'm just being real. Like, yeah. I, like, no, I'm spending that like tim said yeah like in every way humanly possible yeah and i will spend nineteen dollars and 98 cents of that twenty dollars i promise you right we're all pretty like good altruistic people but we're also not running for like this is not the miss america pageant here. <laughs> yeah yeah like, i i just don't want to i don't want to come off like i'm fake charitable like absolutely not no, no. Look, <laughs> you give me a million dollars and i might i yeah, might donate we all like, have a, like two hundred thousand no, but we, 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 yeah we all have our own wants though like there's right. absolutely yeah. something that we would do with this twenty dollars like right. yeah and better people might uh, donate it directly to charity, but then other people might come home with 40 bags of lettuce. I don't know who that is. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Rich, what is the next question that we have? All right. The next question. Let's go with this one. What is your interpretation of bringing, quote, balance to the force? Equal numbers of light side, dark side users, destruction of the dark side, something else submitted by James Holland. James Holland wants to know what we think bringing balance to the Force means. So, Mr. Holland, um, in Star Wars Episode 3, when uh, Obi-Wan was yelling towards Anakin, you are the chosen one, you were supposed to bring balance to the Force, not destroy it, um, Anakin did what he was supposed to do and brought balance to the Force. There was only two Sith and two Jedi at the end of that movie. Therefore, he brought balance to the Force. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, balance the Force, going really deep into this, balance the Force does seem like one of those things that, like, it sounds really good. Like, it sounds like a very, like, oh, yeah, balance the Force. Like, that's what this this galaxy needs. But really, that just means you have good and evil. Like, you have bad dudes and good dudes. Like, that doesn't mean all good guys, because that, you know, that's peace, but it's not balance. I mean, you could also argue that bringing balance of the Force is combining the sides, becoming a gray Jedi, and being both light and dark, and understanding there is a middle ground, and there is no just one path or the other. Hmm. Like, it's it's a hard call to say, but personally, Anakin did it right. He was the chosen one, and he brought balance. Mm. Until Rey does it in Episode Nine, it's happening. Bring balance I mean, right back to the Force. Mm, yeah. Uh, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> or I could throw it to Tim, either yeah, one. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I think, um, I think I agree with Rich. It's that uh, there is, I think, the idea that there are these absolutes, I don't know anything, I don't know fucking anything about Star Wars. I'm, I am truly yes, talking do. out of my we ass know, right now. We know just enough about Star Wars to piss off people who really know about Star yeah. Wars, because we're just going to be like, oh man, light and dark, that's your balance, yeah. right? And so actually, yeah. well, actually, Kyle Catteran yeah. from Jedi Outcast. Yeah. yeah, the third member of the Jizz Trio from the Catalina, or the Cantina, I mean. Catalina dude, Wine I, Mixer. Dude, I hate the Jizz Trio, by the way. My least favorite band. <laughs> God, they're awful. 
Um, <laughs> their last album, Suck It and See. Brutal. <laughs> yeah. I hear they're making a comeback, though. They're making a comeback. <laughs> I heard the concerts were orgasmic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't... Choo-choo! <laughs> anyway, uh, balance of the force. Uh, oh, balance... That's what... What is the question? I completely forgot. <laughs> what do you inter- How do you define, or what do you interpret as bringing balance of the force? Is it um, equal numbers, light side, dark side, destruction of the dark side, or something else in the middle? I, it's something else in the middle. I don't think... Equal numbers doesn't mean anything, because, yeah. I don't know, you can have people who are more good than the people who are bad are bad or vice versa it's, yeah. it's something in the middle where uh balance is just doing you they're you know looking at a situation and there is not an absolute answer to it ever and that's just how life is yeah this is a weird question yeah well it's and i really kind of lost my <laughs> yeah <laughs> well i feel like i was balancing and i just like completely went well, out. what it, it is like and i'm i'm trying to bring it in i'm going to do my best to keep it i think star you wars know terms. the most about star wars of any um, of us it's uh, one of the quotes from one of the movies is uh and it was again also episode 3 is um obi-wan says to anakin only says the own absolutes and that is too far to the light side and too far to the dark side you don't deal with absolutes but you don't not deal with absolutes and saying that only siths deal with, abs- with absolutes kind of is an absolute itself mm. you have to find somewhere in the middle where you're not oh only you're not you're not a republican you're not a democrat you're right in the middle like i this is the best way to get it to where you guys can understand oh, yeah okay so like i you... so everyone hates you <laughs> yeah like the best way to bring balance like in the movies anakin's balance was killing all the jedi and the balance in the force was killing all the Honestly, Jedi. same. But, <laughs> but at, at the end of it all, that never brought balance to the galaxy. And mm. that's why now we have nine movies, and the last two yeah. weren't that great. Well, and the next one probably is I, I want to get I want to get Bulger's thoughts on this. Bulger's, do you have thoughts on the, the balance of the force in Star Wars? Oh, yeah. All right. Buckle uh, up, kids. <laughs> all right. So I think what I want to do. So this is a horrible idea. First off, but bad, off. Bad, bad lead off for this one. Really not I good selling. See strict bureaucratic restriction on how many light or dark sized force users you can have within the universe, and I want them all tracked within an organization. You're not taking away my light Nato. side or dark side. So wait, so wait a minute. So if somebody, so if they have six good and four bad, you have to go to the good guy and be like, listen. We're going to need you to be a real piece of shit. <laughs> We're going to need one of you to go to the dark side. Yeah, listen to your Boba Fett. Yeah. <laughs> I think this would be a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> you turn a, je- a good Jedi bad. Star, yeah. Star Wars. Yeah, listen, like, Galactic Peace is great. Galactic Peace is great, but have you thought about, like, slaughtering a village? <laughs> Star Wars Episode Ten: Red Tape. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, John. We're going to have to have you go in and slaughter that entire village. By I way, know Star that you Wars really don't want to make this career path change, but we're just going to have to have you go in that direction, okay? <laughs> but, but what about the younglings? Okay. Not the younglings. <laughs> we're moving in a different direction as an organization, <laughs> Jedi John. <laughs> um, by the way, Star Wars uh, Episode Blank Red Tape is Episode 1. <laughs> it's it's yeah. just like five hours of senatorial de- debate. Yeah, yeah. Fucking George mm. Lucas. It's All right. Episode um, I, SOP nine six nine two. Yeah. <laughs> episode five thirty eight, and it's just Nate Silver going like, actually, I think Nebraska is going to win this year's set election. Like, 
episode exactly 42.4 percent of the vote episode 1030 be easy yoda gets his taxes done (laughs) here we are thank you i say yes (laughs) uh dave bennett any thoughts on this uh i think rich hit it on the head uh honestly it's like politics you don't want to go too far left too far right i think it's like honestly best to stay right somewhere in the middle mm-hmm. um if you go like if you were to go left for 40 years or if you were to go, if you were to go right for 40 years i think the uh the train just goes right off the tracks mm-hmm. um so i don't remember the exact like comparison that was made like during the question but uh it's best to you know have a little good a little evil and, mm-hmm. and you know that'd be that the push mm-hmm. and the shove the tug yeah. and the pull yeah. right yeah, I think you can you get you get there by though by being too far left and too far right having those things, mm-hmm. and then that's where you get to the middle. You have to have those opposing viewpoints. I think, like, because in the question saying like, do you have a perfect balance of light and dark? It's like not really. You really have yeah. to have that push and pull, and then you yeah. find that middle, and then that's where you stick. You yeah. stake out an extreme position, it's, and then like you, you don't find the common ground. Yeah, yeah. Like you don't necessarily want AOC or Donald Trump. Like, no. Can we? Can we just get? <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe right so. Now? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. John Hickenlooper. You, you'll you'll <laughs> never anyone. Anyone? Everybody's craving <laughs> that last name. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> nobody's craving the Hickenlooper. <laughs> you'll never have the perfect balance. It's a tug of war. It's yeah. always going to be right. True. Yeah. 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 Fair. And that's why John Hickenlooper would be a bad Sith Lord. <laughs> I think it's all but a great Jedi. Yeah. Could be. Excellent. Um, what is our next question in this set of questions? Because we, <laughs> we went a little bit... Uh, actually, that went in the, about the direction I was anticipating. <laughs> yeah. I think about it. All right. Um, would you switch roles with your parent for a day if no. you had the chance? No. Absolutely not. You don't Zero want, chance. You don't, no. Neither of them? Neither of them? them? No. No. You don't, way. You don't um, want to be Big Ron for a day? <laughs> or Mama Cass? I love my father. I love my mother. And I'm very happy to be my own person. <laughs> as diplomatically as I can put it. Uh, my, my mother, uh, no. I, I mean, listen, I I think you take the you take the best and the worst of your parents and you become your own person as a result. Like, you sort of learn X from, from your mother or father or, or whatever your two parental figures happen to be. Like, you get that balance. That's so... No, I, I I would not trade places with them. I, I, it would be entertaining to be my father for a day. Because uh, well, would you be you as your dad, or would you be like kind of like a a passenger in your mm. dad's brains? Because I because I think you want to know what he's thinking at any given moment. Yeah, like, what's Big Ron? Do you really yes. want to drive the ship? What yeah. makes Big Ron tick? Like, I, I think I, I'm picturing it almost as like uh like you're in commit you're in charge, but you're getting faxed like these orders. So you you wake up as somebody and you're like, oh man, it's time to wake up and start my day. And the fax machine comes in. All right, grape nuts. And you go, what grape nuts? No, I'll never do that. <laughs> okay, grape nuts. Here it is. And then like, okay, go to work four hours early. Okay, I guess I'm going to work. For... Like to be baffled by the commands. Like that's that would be kind of entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I, I don't have any interest in being my parents. What about you guys? I'm gonna answer this question early, uh, just so I can bow out of it. Uh, no, I have no interest. Thank you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> just done. Uh, so I actually take my thing back. I want to be my parents. Both of them are retired, so it's a free day off. Oh. <laughs> okay. You're uh, all right. Hey, hey, Tim, jumping back in. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> fucking retired people are miserable. You don't want to be fucking retired. Fuck that, dude. Like, I don't, I don't pardon, know, pardon all the f bombs, but I don't know, man. I've seen all those Cialis commercials. Like, they seem pretty stoked to be like hiking. What hanging out in bathtubs, like on the beach? Like, get out of here, dude. I, I don't see any of them frowning in those bathtubs. I've, yeah. I've, 
I've seen the end of the notebook, dude. Like that's where they die. <laughs> oh man. Oh, no. if, I was, if I was my like parent for a day and then something really bad happened and they got an injury or something like mm. that. Would persuade me Tim, I feel like you and I, you and I are just gonna die together in bathtubs right next to each other <laughs> on the beach. <laughs> like our friendship yeah. is just gonna evolve into like, just, just like, like hot man love, <laughs> and that us dying on the beach together. From too much hot tub exposure. Too much just <laughs> melting, skin just falling off from all the hot tub. All right, I'm bowing out of this again. All right, Here's the other thing. Uh, before I turn over to Sean and Rich, I had thought, what if you become one of your parents for a day? And it's a day where you have communication with you as the child. And you just find out what a shithead you are <laughs> from their perspective. And you go, oh, no. Like, maybe that's that does grant you some much-needed perspective. But I don't really want to see that. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, what do you guys think, Rich? I, I mean, similar to you. I, like, I love my parents. But I don't, I don't need to live a day in their life now. Like, I kind of... Mm-hmm know their life i know a day in their life i would like to know what they're thinking but i also i would more so want to like live a day in their life when they were younger to find out where they came from and how they got their like like sense of humor or whatever Mm -hmm. um for instance at tim and martha's wedding my dad was handing it was showing a meme joke that was not a savory meme joke and i'm just like i want to know why he thinks this is funny that's all it's just it it could lead you to some scary places. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but I, I I can see the interest. Mm-hmm. Sean, what about you? Uh, no, I have no fucking interest in yeah. being my parents. Yeah, like, I I I have I am the person who I am now because of them, or in part because of them, and I think that's enough. And I do, I do. So the last oh the last week, uh, Mary went back to work, so I've been home with uh, Alice by myself basically you know being a stay-at-home dad and it has given me perspective on like stuff my mom would get upset about when i was a kid and i'm like i don't understand why she's so upset but like now like it's like people leaving dishes like i'm so much more upset about it now (laughs) that i'm home all day and i'm like are you fucking kidding me have you or have you not said the phrase do you own stock in the electric company (laughs) (laughs) no but i do go around my whole house and turn off all the goddamn lights i think that's the first time i've heard that Oh, man. Uh, wait, really? Oh man, I, I heard that all the time. It's like lights on the lights. Like, oh, you guys running the electric company here? What is this? And sounds that was like, my mom. Sounds like sounding a big that voice. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I went with, I mean, my mom is a wonderful woman, but also I, I have a good authority that she's up at like five in the morning. Like, like I, I, I do okay as far, as far as fitness is concerned. I keep myself in relatively good shape for when I eat eighty-seven hot dogs on the weekends. Mm-hmm. My mom's up at five in the morning doing like orange, orange. Uh, therapy fitness and like going to boot camps and stuff like that i don't need that in my life right now <laughs> like no that's gonna ruin my day yeah um yeah so I, th- I think we're all pretty much like lukewarm on the idea of of uh being, being our parents for the day unless you're unless you're trying to cash in on like a free day off like tim tim did sweet sweet retirement mm. hell yeah hell yeah T- rich what is our next question all right let's go with this one right here and as i drop it what is your favorite letter of the alphabet and why? <laughs> Mine is... Uh... Z is majestic. Hmm. What is it? Z. Mm. Z it's was majestic. actually one of my... Uh, it's on my short list, too. Yeah. Um... That is a good, that's a good pick. I'd pick uh, W because it's so long to say. 
I think it's funny that there is a full word in that letter. Double U. <laughs> and also great. the lack of creativity. And it's misleading. It's like the White Sox and or the Red Sox. <laughs> and it's wrong, too. I, it's I'm not pre- two it U's, it's double. two V's. I'm pretty sure in... In French, it's double it's V. Dub- it's double V. Yeah, we fucked it up. <laughs> Well, no, we make people make W's like this. With yeah, the, yeah. With like yeah, if they're dumb. Consummate V's. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, we used to make fun of somebody in like fourth, fifth grade. Somebody started drawing their W's like butts, and we would make fun of them. Like, <laughs> why does your W look like a butt? a butt? Well, it's double U, not double V. <laughs> That's what you get for being a stickler to tradition. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bulger says, Z is yours. You like yeah. W. Rich, what's your favorite letter of the alphabet? Um, uh, man, I wish we, these were numbers because I would have said seven, eight, nine, but, uh, <laughs> 69, 420. Ah, yes. Very nice. Uh, yeah. Um, you know what? S, because it's just like, it's got the, it's, it's a single line, but it's curvy and it's, it's the I, sex, I don't maybe the sexiest letter. It is. Oh yeah. It does a lot of work in words. It's like damn near like, every word. I I think it's probably the most used letter in the English language. Yeah. Or you could be Q because it's the least used letter. In the yeah, but I mean the thing is like S is kind of like you can be nice and creepy with it. It's like. <laughs> I'm just laughing because Bennett is like getting very casual with his position <laughs> on the couch next to Rich. <laughs> I, I basically have my head in Rich's lap. Yeah, he's, he's like looking up at Rich, going like, "Sweetheart, the reason I love Q is <laughs> like, give me mouth to mouth." Jesus. Uh, all right, yeah, so we got exactly. S's over there. We got some w- wins for S's. Um, X is a good one. I think my my letter would be uh, A. You know what? Because it reminds me of the grade I give to this show every week. A. 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 Typically followed by a plus because it's an A plus show. Well, that's, that's why I give it a net. I I went with S. Oh, uh, because it's, it's, you're going by the it's <laughs> video game grading. The Japanese S, video S game plus, rating. yeah. Why do they do that? Can I, you explain uh, that to probably me? like special rank. Okay. So like yep. um uh, in Monster Hunter, it it, it was a uh, low rank, high rank, and then G rank, which in Japanese is golden rank. But it never made sense to do it in the United States. So Monster Hunter World has changed it to master rank now. Okay. So it's like yeah. So, so probably S is like special. Okay. Or something like mm-hmm. that. Okay. I like it. All right. So we got S, A, uh, Z, and W are the primary ones. Ben, did you pick something other than S? Uh, I, I'd probably go with J, and I have no real reason other than the fact that I feel like it gives you a little uh, little freedom. Yeah, J. You know, you can uh, <laughs> put a little hat on the capital J. Yep. Like, uh, you know, you can you can tilt mm-hmm. it in, in whatever direction you'd like. Mm-hmm. Or if it's if it's the lowercase J, it goes below the line. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. J is a little flirtatious. <laughs> it, it really <laughs> is. Yeah. curve. It's sexy, a sexy yeah. letter, man. Yeah, it is. But it doesn't give you too much. Like it's it's very suggestive. Yeah. Like it's just like yeah. Yeah. just the, just the, the one the one curve, and then you know you're you're, you're good at that point. Like if you yeah. were to care, compare yourself to one letter, like if I were to do so, then yeah. I mean I'd be the letter J. Oh, obviously. Because I mean, like, yeah, yeah. I like teasing people. You know, <laughs> I mean, like that's just what I am. You don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to be K. K just like puts it all out there. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Not. No good. Yeah. And K turns are the worst. Yeah. Oh yeah. K K turns. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, U turns not that bad. K turns suck. I yeah, just looked brutal. up why S rank exists. Why? Would you like to know? I would like to. Please know. tell it's me. It's not I... really interesting. Did so I, it, it, it right? is. Well, that there is no universally acknowledged origin, but some people say it stands for like special or super rank. But uh, in Japan, it's considered a failure to get below a C. 
So they think they added S just to have more available grades. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. So like it's like it would only be basically like C, B, or A. So like let's give an, an extra so one. So you get an S, an A, or B. Yeah, and before you fall to the yeah, forbidden C. Yeah. Rate. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Cool yeah. stuff. Cool stuff. You're learning something new every day here on the Brose Podcast. Like, yeah. which letters are the most suggestive? Um, <laughs> that fact is fun. Yeah. That is such a fun fact. Really fun good. facts. Uh, Rich, what is our next question? All right, let's go with this one right here. Oh, man. Mr. Holland, back again. Here we go. Uh, who is your favorite Jedi or Sith, and why? <laughs> so, <laughs> there's a theme with James's questions, and I don't hate them. Yeah. Um, Mace Windu. Okay, Mace Windu. Was he, um, was he Samuel L. Jackson? Sam Jackson. Yes, he was. Mm, that's a good pick. That's a good How pick. could you not love a Jedi who's just Samuel L. fucking Jackson? <laughs> How could you I not love Samuel a Jedi Jackson. who's the only Jedi that has a purple lightsaber? Yeah. Because Mace, because Sam Jackson was like, I need something unique. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm not going to be in your movies. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's he, awesome. He, he had had it with those motherfucking Sith on that <laughs> motherfucking plane. This motherfucking Star Destroyer. Um, um, hmm. I kind of like Grievous. Oh, the robot with the multiple arms? Yeah. Okay. General I Grievous. I like that he steals a bunch of people's lightsabers and uses them. <laughs> he's like a scavenger, but he's just like, yeah, I it's... have all the lightsabers now. Major dick I, move. I could mm-hmm. totally be nitpicking here, but I'm not gonna. Why, is, is Grievous not a... He is technically he's... not a Sith. Yeah. He's he's part of the, uh, uh, the Empire forces, but he is not a Sith. So is the reason because robots can't be he he's an android not a robot he he was humanoid i'm um, sorry but no it's <laughs> so sith is like lord vader darth vader um there's only um, ever two Sidious. right there's only ever two but it, like they're they're force wielders sith are vor- force wielders uh general grievous is not a force wielder he just has a bunch of lightsabers he's i have just, a backup yeah. answer it's Tyvaka, the wookie jedi okay that's Completely loud. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, Sean, what about you? Is, is Lando, is he a Jedi? No, he's not. Oh, man. I fucking love me some Billy D. Williams. Yeah. You know what? Some uh, Donald Glover. We'll, we'll just allow light or dark side, or good or bad side. Where's his favorite Star Wars <laughs> his character? Favorite, favorite good or bad side character. It's Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar oh, Binks. Man. He's he was, dark side. <laughs> he's a Sith. <laughs> he is chaotic bad. Be an assassin. What, what was that, Tim? But they did you know that Jar Jar Binks was originally supposed to be an assassin? Oh, man. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, so he was originally written to be an assassin at the end. Great. But then I guess somebody found the script before they end up releasing it, so they changed the plot and made him really fucking subpar. <laughs> there, there is a fan theory that he's... But they, did, they reduced none of his screen time after doing that. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Actually, they did. That last... Uh, oh, man, there was supposed to be uh, more? movie had very little uh, Jar Jar Binks in it. Which I, nobody was screaming for Jar Jar, I think, by that point. So I think that's okay. Me yeah. say hate Jar Jar Binks. Ah. Yo, I swear to God, I've I've asked like three straight girlfriends to have a uh, Star Wars marathon with me, and I've said to them like, we can skip Episode One, and all three have declined. <laughs> <laughs> decline the marathon or decline skip Episode One because they're purists. Decline to date me. <laughs> Who is your favorite? Lighter dark side, Bennett. Ah, dude, Boba Fett. He doesn't have much to say, and um, honestly, he just kills it all the time. Yep, just That's murdering all I people. <laughs> just, I, I don't think I've seen him kill anyone though. Didn't he like, get uh, no, flung I, into a pit? I think he's all talk. Honestly, <laughs> I think he's all talk. All he talks, not at all. Has is That's all kind talk. Of 
Yeah, I think another screen, all talk, no action bounty hunter. It's like he's disgusting. Just, he just like he just moves on reputation. Yes, <laughs> well, just get that fucking fuck. mask. Everybody just assumes like, oh man, that dude looks this tough. Dude, Nobody's ever seen business. him fight anybody. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I'd have to go. With my favorite being Plo Koon. Who's that? Um, hey. in, on the Jedi Council, he was he had like the um, kind of like the 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 dark colored in front of his uh mouth and like curly ears. He was in Jedi Power Battles and that came out on the PlayStation or PlayStation 2. I can't remember. He had a yellow lightsaber. He was just really cool. Yeah, I don't Word. I don't know. Star Wars never really scratched any kind of itch for me. I don't it's not my it's not my thing. I I very much enjoy it. I I I have been limited as far as my outside of the movies exposure to it. Like I've played some of the video games and stuff yeah. like that, but I know there's like there's books and there's yeah. all these other things like card game. Like, Card game, yeah, there is. There's a card game. Yeah. There's like a Clone Wars animated series yeah. and all that. Like, it's just there's a lot of it for me. Yeah, I guarantee you, I dropped no less than five grand on the card game. <laughs> Wait, really? Like, I, I, I swear to God. Was like it supposed you... to be? Was it like a like a Magic the Gathering type of thing? Like... It was essentially Magic the Gathering with with Star Wars. Okay, and they had like the expansion sets, and then like when Episode One with Jar Jar Binks essentially like kind of flopped. Yeah. Um. So did the game. Uh, uh, okay. But I probably dropped ballpark three to five grand as a like, like these are our, like shoveling driveway dollars, our <laughs> dollars. Yeah. Like every dollar that I made, I was spending it on these, these, this card. So game. when we asked the question, what would you spend $20 on? What you meant was like an expansion pack for your, for your, for your deck. Yeah. 60 card deck. Yeah. i I, star wars for me i i used to be huge into it um it wasn't until the marvel mcu movie started coming out that like the next star wars movie which comes out in december i'm more of like uh, what i mean the last two weren't that great i'm not like edging my seat i have to see it right away as i am with the mcu movies like the mcu movies are my star wars Whereas I know a lot of people who are like they could care less about the Star Wars or couldn't care less about the Star Wars, but or or Marvel. MCU, Marvel. But Star Wars, like they will be there day mm-hmm. one. Yep. And, and like, it's not that I hate it. It's just everybody's got their thing. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. if it's not one thing, it's like, oh man, I can't believe all these yeah. you know, all these losers who are out there watching Star Wars or Marvel on the first night. But like, you're also buying like you know courtside seats to the Sixers or yeah, something I, like I that or like you're you're everybody's got their thing yeah, like it's I, just, yeah I think calling people who like love Star Wars in that way lame is like the coldest of take at this point it's yeah, stu- yeah it's like oh man what you do how are you gonna spend the money from your mom's basement like yeah, it's like give, give me yeah, a fucking break man like, it's, yeah. it's the same as people like making f- like I have co-workers who have like mocked me for mentioning the words Dungeons and Dragons or D&D at work and I'm like you play fantasy football. Yeah. You pretend <laughs> to run a football team based on the merit of Get other em. people. Get them. I actually play a game. Hot takes. Hot takes. <laughs> no, the thing is, like, I honestly, like, I think you make if you make fun of anybody for anything, I think you're a fucking loser. Yes. And yeah. um, because I mean, ultimately, yeah. like, if if we're all supposed to be into the same stuff, like, let's say, for example, like we were all into fantasy football and not star Wars, star Wars obviously would not exist. Yeah. Like, yeah. So like if, if 
if I were to make fun of Rich or if Rich were to make fun of me, it's like, I don't know, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Like, just be into what you want to be into yeah, and enjoy it. I think yeah. that's yeah. that's one of the, the lessons that I try to impart on Jake because he's at that age when, like, it's cool to like certain stuff and uncool to like other stuff. And I'm, like, very much, like, for real, just like what you like and let other people right. like other yeah. stuff. Yep. It's yeah. not, it really isn't worth your time. And it, it's, it makes you seem so much less cool if you're, if part of your identity is shitting on somebody yeah. else. Yeah, yeah, right. absolutely. Um, Rich, what, how many more questions do we have? We got uh, two more. Okay, let's mo- let's uh, do the next one. Let's then. motor on through. Um, oh, nice. What is? Oh, never mind. I didn't read it fully. What is the weirdest? <laughs> not, not so good. Never mind. I, this I is th- a shitty question. I thought it was going to say. Why what would is you the, even consider this? I thought it was going to say what is the best. What is the weirdest food combination you ever tried? Peanut butter on a fried egg, and it's fucking delicious. So it's egg, f- it hits checks both boxes. Best and weirdest. It's <laughs> it's really good, man. So when I worked at McDonald's, we would have cinnamon rolls, and I would, uh, I would get a cinnamon roll, and French fries, and I would dip my French fries into the icing of the cinnamon roll. Well, that sounds fucking great. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, people thought I was disgusting for eating it. It is so good. Which is disgusting of them to think that that would be disgusting. Yeah, it's it's, it's sweet it's, and salty. It's yeah, perfect. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I, I one time went to work and I had like a chicken bacon ranch, like something from uh, Wawa. And people were like, oh, this smells so gross. I'm like, nah, this is chicken bacon ranch. It's like the best food combination in the world. Yeah, I can't. There's no problems with that. Yeah. But yeah, that was probably the weirdest for me is dipping French fries in like the cinnamon roll icing. Yeah. Sean, what about you? I don't know. In college, I used to, we used to dip, we used to dip uh, French fries in mayonnaise. A lot. It's so good. I I mean yeah. I could okay. I mean I, <laughs> I could see it. I can I well, can like, get it. like uh French fries in malt vinegar is like a thing. Yeah. And it's just mayonnaise is just like like a little as vinegary and it's so yeah. good. But that's and that is a gross weird thing. But also uh peanut butter and pickles was a thing hmm. that I saw somewhere that you should try and that's it is gross. It is good. Never heard of it. That sounds. It's a, it's a decent combination of flavors. It's weird, mm-hmm. uh, but it's good. Okay, they complement each other in a weird way. How about, how about you, Big Al Bennett? Uh, so in college we used to have this uh, sandwich shop called Sandwich U, or like back then it was Are You Hungry, and they had different sandwiches that just had like random things on them. And so one of my favorite sandwiches is called the Fat Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> they named this at a university uh, sandwich place? So it actually started at uh, Rutgers in New Brunswick. And the fat bitch had, and I might be forgetting something, but it was chicken fingers, mozzarella sticks, french fries. Um, There may or may not have been something else on there, but like, it kind of sounds disgusting, but like, altogether, like, it was absolutely amazing. <laughs> and, um, it it was a weird combination where everybody would just be like, oh, you have to have it when you're drunk. And it's like, no, you can have it when you're sober and it's <laughs> yeah. fucking delicious. So yeah. uh, I would I would say that off top, since I've been given about three minutes to answer that question. Yep. That's probably what I would say. That's good. That's a good one. Uh, what about you, Mr. Bolger? Sauerkraut and coffee. Mm, what? Sour- it was awful. It was awful. What, hold on. What did you did you put? Explain this. Like the the logistics yes, of this. Yes, sauerkraut into my coffee. Yep. Why? I don't know. Okay. You just, did you just look at the first thing it. that said S on just it? And you're like, sugar. Like, here it gonna, is. 
just like looked at it and I'm like, I wonder how bad this is. I tried wow. it and I'm like, yes, really bad. When was this? Are you a masochist, uh, Tim? Like what? <laughs> I don't know. Like seven, eight years ago. Oh, man. He's like, I'm drinking it right now and it's fucking gross. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. That makes Sour me cotton coffee. That makes me think of like the bullet coffee, the butter and coffee. Like, oh, yeah. I want to try it, but I'm like, I don't, mm. I don't want to have that much fat in my morning uh, meals. Yeah. yeah. That's why you got to go on keto, dude. Because it's all fat. It's like, how much butter can you possibly put in yeah. your coffee? Yeah. <laughs> uh, they changed the name. It's no longer the fat bitch. Oh, that's unfortunate. It's now the fat beach. The fat beach. But they also have. Dude, this is. They also. <laughs> they also have a. They. But it's weird because. One of their other sandwiches is called the Fat Fellatio. <laughs> and I feel like that's like such a weird line what, to draw. What, yeah. what is on the Fat Fellatio? I don't know. This yeah, website let's... is terrible, and I've just... I'm, I'm going to find it again. Is the Fat Daryl on there? It is. Wait, hold on. Is it, the... Every sandwich is prefaced with Daryl? Fat or Blunt. Daryl Fat? Fat Blunt. Fat Vavavoom. The Fat Fellatio is a cheesesteak with chicken fingers, mozzarella sticks, turkey bacon, french fries, and honey mustard, which sounds really good. Sure. Uh, yeah, hold on, hold on. Allow me to interject. Wait, did you say that? What 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 sandwich was that? That was the fat fellatio. So the the fat bitch was, it was chicken fingers, it was cheesesteak, mozzarella sticks, french fries, ketchup, and, lettuce. and mayo. Oh, maybe no, made... no lettuce. Oh, no lettuce. Well, that's yeah. what the fat beach. No is, courtesy greens, which says it's the coolest. <laughs> yeah, but there, is, according to their website, currently there is no fat bitch. It's just the fat beach. Uh, R.I.P. the fat worry. bitch. Don't but you yeah, you walk in there, you ask for a fat bitch, and you know what you're getting. <laughs> yeah, uh, Rich. What is our last question? The last and final question. Typically, yes. Uh, when was? <laughs> when was the last time you used the words thank you? I mean, just right now when I was reading that question, I used there you thank go. You. There you go. Um, I'll go here. Uh, DJ Khaled's song, it's called Thank You. It's featuring Big Sean on his latest album. It is a uh, very nice song, mm-hmm. and I would suggest everybody listen to it. Okay. So you're thank just you. singing along to the DJ Khaled song? Uh, it's when I ask Alexa, please play Thank You by DJ Khaled. The unfortunate thing is that's linked up to a set of speakers that I have turned off right now. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll be glad to play it during the break, for sure. Um, Sean, when was the last time you said thank you? It was probably to Alexa. Because I, I, I honestly firmly believe... You're so polite to in, this inanimate object. Well, no, because I think you can get... Like, I, I really... Uh, I, I think you should thank people for doing things for you. And I think because I'm asking Alexa to do so many things for me... To stay in the habit of thanking people for doing them, just thank like it across the board. Because I I read an article somewhere that might may or may not be bullshit. That was like children are getting less courteous because of Alexa. Because you just ask for stuff and then it gives it to you. Hmm. And so, uh, I think I try to. And also, it's like because I'm around like Jake all the time. Yeah. It's like it's just modeling being like saying thank you when people do stuff for you mm-hmm. and i think that's really that's important so okay. i think uh, i try to do it uh, like all the time 
Do you think Jake is putting it together, like, or is it just like a subliminal thing? Like, it might be. It may, yeah. He might not be doing anything, but I, it makes me feel better personally. So I'm going to keep doing it, and <laughs> it, it literally cost me nothing to, to thank Alexa true. for turning on my light. <laughs> the only, the only potential downside is like Alexa, thank you. It's like now playing Ariana Grande. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> finally. Yes, uh, Bulger. When was the last time you said thank you? Well, first off, I say thank you to the point where it might get annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I said thank you a surprisingly small amount today. Uh, I think last time I said it was earlier this afternoon, uh, thanking my parents for having me over. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's nice. Okay, good. I similarly, I was at uh, this morning. We were in uh, Wildwood for we spent the weekend in Wildwood for Irish Weekend, which is just uh, <laughs> an excuse for a bunch of like. 30 to 60 year old white people to go get hammered in the streets of Wildwood. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, this morning we were, we, we spent the night in Wildwood and had breakfast with my in-laws. And uh, I believe I thanked them for making breakfast this morning before we left. Uh, so that's that was about it. Yeah. Um, no other thank you since then. All of you <laughs> go to hell. No, like I, I, I generally say thank you after like dinner with my parents, after Tuesdays at Sean and Mary's, I'm like, thank you for dinner. Thank you for having me over stuff. Like I'm always saying like, Thank you. Mm-hmm. Even people at work with um, calling tax collectors. I'm like, hey, I need this information. Great. Thank you so much. Yeah. And then hang out. Like, yeah. You learn that like in communicating with like clients or whatever. It's just like you have to thank them for goddamn everything. Yeah. Like, because it's, it's just, you know, it just assuages the conversation. It's like, thanks so much for sending these documents that we asked you for six times. And, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it's not like sorry, though. Like, it, like I, I do think like it's just like sorry for freaking everything when you don't need to and that's like a, a very millennial thing to do where it's just like apologizing for you know anytime anybody too. seems to be mildly inconvenienced thank you is not in that category for me like you fine thank people for whatever thank them for holding the door for you thank them for i, I don't know like you know, handling a deal that you were you're supposed to take care of at work or something like everything just just go ahead fine whatever yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. good good stuff good talk yeah. yeah i um this is Kind of unrelated. I don't know how much time we have. Uh, yeah, we got a little bit of time. Uh, there was, I remember reading some, like a post somewhere about the difference between millennials and boomers and how they say you're welcome. And because uh, some older person was complaining that uh, the, the like millennials never say you're welcome. They say no problem. Yeah. And it was, it was somebody being no like. No worries, no problem. Yeah. And it was somebody being, and they're like, they don't have manners anymore. And it was somebody saying that. Um, it it's just the different ethos that younger people have mm-hmm. that it's saying like it is not a problem for me to help you in this situation yeah. as opposed to like you're welcome you're welcome for, for doing this thing for you it's like it's not a problem that I'm doing this for you I I I'm, I would do it for you anyway right yeah you're welcome does carry a a vibe of like boy I labored to do this whatever it was yeah for you. it's not, you know, it's not intense like it. but it's like uh, yeah but it it gives a feeling of like you put me out by yeah. doing this and I'm telling you like it was a problem which but even I, it's not the case i think there's also the the point that like the the eras be- before us were like more traditionalists like we like our our generation like kind of breaks tradition mm-hmm. and like we're kind of anti-tradition to some extent uh where we might say like hey you know what like a family does this or family does that or like i mean especially like religious standards like how many times how many people do you know that like that just straight up disagree with their parents religious standards or Mm -hmm. like whatever they try to put in place yeah um so i i think like you're welcome is just sort of something that was kind of passed down through the generations and like we 
it, it got to our generation or maybe the generation before us and it was just kind of like well i don't really feel like saying you're welcome mm-hmm. like it's kind of like no problem like mm-hmm. all right i want to like kind of put out that laissez-faire attitude mm-hmm. yeah um i don't necessarily know that it's anything other than like breaking from tradition yeah <laughs> my father does uh my pleasure like for anything everything for anything he's like, my, my, <laughs> oh it's my it's my it's my pleasure maddie no yeah. problem at all besides going to uh chick-fil-a um my pleasure is probably the thing I hate hearing the most. Really? Because it's not your pleasure to help me. <laughs> you are, it, like, on, on certain instances, somebody's saying, oh, it's my pleasure. Like, Well, that's what I say every time after I have sex, every single time. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. My pleasure. Well, yeah. I mean. What is, what is sex? <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting. So you're not ending with, like, a firm handshake and being, like, a regards, Sean O'Brien, and then you walk out the door. <laughs> Is that what sex is? For some is? reason in your own bedroom. Is. Yeah. Is that what sex is? This is my pleasure. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to have to talk about this sex. Does they already take this one off the air? Yeah. Yeah. A handshake and a my pleasure? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sometimes all in the same in the same step. Oh. Yeah, but not Ooh. until you're married. Yeah, true. Finally, the, the, the words of God say so. I um, guess I'll figure out what it is when I'm married. Yeah, so <laughs> while, while we teach this to Bennett, uh, we, I, we've reached the end of the questions, I believe. Yes. Um, do you want to do your take, Rich? Yes, I can uh, absolutely do my take. I'm gonna put I'm gonna pot in the music later. Uh, but uh, this is an episode of the Sweeten Show where he's gonna give hot take. So, uh, my hot take is um, I'm trying to hot figure takes. out a way to phrase this. Um, get off your goddamn phones. <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! Um. It is driving me absolutely bonkers nowadays how many people I see on their phones in a very inopportune and stupid situations. For instance, after recording the up-and-coming Broies, or the Golden Brobes, coming out later this week, I was driving home and somebody was literally swerving all over the place. It was on a Monday when we recorded. They're not drunk. They're on their damn phone. I pull up next to them at the next light, and there they are, sitting on their phone. That text message can fucking wait. (laughs) Get off your goddamn phone. Text. When you go (laughs) to a concert, a picture or two, that's fine. I don't want to be watching the concert through your fucking phone. Get get off the phone. Like, it, it is more often than not that I'm seeing people, like... Posting their vacation pics while on vacation on Facebook. Oh yeah. Or or <laughs> or sharing. Or their... subtweeting like another member of this show, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> or 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 Tim, get the fuck off Facebook. Enjoy the all inclusive, man. <laughs> yeah, Tim no, not Tim Bulger. Tim man. Bulger, get out of the hot tub and pay attention to the goddamn show. God damn it. But it's it, it just it drives me nuts. Like Live in the now. If you want to take a few pictures, take a few pictures, but don't take all the pictures. Live in the now. Like when when we used to go to Firefly, I would take hundreds of pictures of every band that I saw. I don't look at them. I I have not gone back and looked at any Firefly pictures that I've taken since we've gone to those Firefly. Just being as a reformed uh yeah. like phone user. Yeah, like I okay. used to I used to take pictures of every song. Like I would make sure to get a picture of every different song during a concert. <laughs> and I'm like, w- why? Why do I need that? 
my thing now is to get the set list because that brings me back. I don't look at the pictures. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like, and it's like, it's a lot of the older generation I've noticed. I went, and this is was years ago. I went to um, the Poconos with my family for vacation. Mm-hmm. Takes- my mom, <laughs> my dad, my uh, older half brother, everyone. Oh my god, we have no service. There's no Wi-Fi. What do we do? Read a goddamn book. Like. Why am I the one, the one who is literally addicted to his phone, and and I I mean that in the uh, Chris Traeger literally, addicted to his phone, and can never have it off of him, and I'm the one who's like, wait, you have no Facebook for a week, just live in the moment, who cares? All right, Rich, just let let me let me jump in here. Yeah, um, no, it's it's not. <laughs> <laughs> what i didn't hear that. it's not it's, it's scorcher okay. it's not it's not the younger generation it's not the older generation it's all generations like yeah, at, at the end of the day like everybody's become fucking obsessed with their cell phones and and being connected to the internet and like checking in on facebook and making it seem like they live some life that they don't actually live like it 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 is everybody like everybody is turning douchebags and like it's <laughs> like everybody's intolerable like every one of us like to some extent yeah like mm-hmm. whether like it's doing a podcast where everybody thinks that like uh, like anybody thinks that like somebody gives a shit about what i have to say or somebody else has to say like no we're all douchebags to some extent mm-hmm. But just a reminder, the Golden Probes Awards come out in three days, <laughs> where we recap the best moments of us talking. <laughs> but like, that's that's the thing. Like, it, and and also, like, one thing that I want to check you on is, dude, you have no right to say that that person that was swerving around the highway was not drunk. Like, <laughs> that that person could have yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad you finally found the hole in his logic. <laughs> two things can be true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that person and on his phone. That could be texting somebody. I'm drunk. <laughs> yeah, they could have been drunk. They probably were drunk. It's still yeah. like, which, by the way, the you're driving home after two glasses of wine. It's very, it's absolutely plausible that somebody I, could have been I, drunk I, on a Monday I'm, night. I'm crashing here, dog. Oh yeah, you're, yeah, you're fine. You're staying here. Hot takes. Hot takes. Yeah, that's just, it's just a lot of the phone use lately has just been driving me nuts. Like, mm-hmm. and, and I threw this down early. Like I said this to you guys earlier. Like. Tim and Martha's wedding, Mm. they had a sign that said, this is an unplugged wedding. No phones, no pictures, no whatever, blah, blah, blah. Keep your phone in your pocket. Yeah, people walk past it, like, staring at their phone, right? They didn't see the sign. Yeah, yeah, probably. And it's like, as as Tim and Martha were walking up, everyone's taking pictures. and Mm -hmm. and Well, that's, there's like, in in those instances, besides just being like, hey, be present for this ceremony, there is like a... A functional uh, objective to that, which is that you get in the way of the photographer yeah. who they are paying. Oh yeah, to t- to document this. Like yeah. you will see pictures of it. You don't need your own. Exactly. I think that's yeah. I that's it's very frustrating. Yeah. As a as a reformed like, I for for years I would I would tag any concert or sporting event I go to I tag myself in on Facebook and about like six seven months ago I'm like. I'm not getting anything out of this. Mm. Like what? What? Like it's like what's the point? Like I'm telling. Look at what how much fun I'm having. Yeah. And this yeah. is like yeah, you know, I, I've forget it. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna I'm go to this yeah. event. I'll enjoy it. I don't yeah. need to announce to the world. I'll probably exactly. talk about it later on the award winning Brose podcast available on Apple Podcasts. But who cares if I tag it online? Yeah, it's yeah. fine. I don't think there's an issue with like internally in your own circle. Like if you're at home, 
Like I do take yeah. a shitload of pictures of Alice. And that's fine. Because like, like because in those moments I talk to a bunch of moms and dads who are like, You really you're not gonna remember this yeah. stuff. So just like take a bunch of pictures yeah. and videos just so you have it. So like when she is old and being a total butthole to you. <laughs> yeah. Like when you she's can look JT'd, back on that no. and be like, That was one of the first times that she left. And this is yeah. yeah. But like but I, Yeah. Like I I think honestly, like one of the coolest things you can possibly do just as an individual is take pictures and not post them online. Yeah, yeah yes. I don't. Yeah, I have so that's. I agree. Yes, I agree with you. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I find it dangerous when, like, I mean, not, not, not to take shots, but like I've been on vacations with like exes and whatnot, and like they've sat there and like it's been picture after picture after picture, and it's not because like they're trying to like you know like they're trying to capture everything it's like i want to make sure that i look as good as humanly possible yeah, you just want to flex. post this on instagram right. and it's like why have we gotten to the point in time where it's like so important to post what we do on instagram and there's and, and not to not to divert too far but rich i think you mentioned something along the lines of like it was it was something along the lines of uh social media and things like that and then posting pictures and uh the the great canadian rapper drake actually elite um yeah elite top uh, 10 top 10 uh according to michael magic johnson (laughs) and um uh he he has a song called emotionless and on that song it, it says something along the lines of like i know a girl that went to rome or her her greatest dream was go to rome and she goes to rome and all she does is post pictures for people at home <laughs> and it's like that's really kind of the era that we live in where it's just like everybody only posts pictures for the mm. people back at home to show what we are doing yeah and yeah. i think we really just need to get away from that altogether. like we need to just say hey you know what i'm taking this trip for myself mm-hmm. not for anybody yeah. else other than me and i think that the social media era has gotten us away from that mm-hmm. which is almost why it's also, good that like what is it i think it instagram was saying like hey we're gonna take away like the whole like showing how many likes this picture has oh yeah 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 yeah, also, yeah. on top of what bennett's saying like if you take those pictures and you hold them and you have somebody over and they're like how'd your vacation go and you're going through those pictures that way it's a lot more personal and it develops a much different bond than just having it pop up on Facebook or Instagram mm-hmm. or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Who gives a fuck about that? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, not that not that anybody really enjoys going through like the next person's yeah. slideshow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, well, you share shit with friends. Like, cool. like, like if I send you a picture of like the two of us, you know, you know, having a romantic vacation in, in the Finger Lakes or something like that, yeah. that's going to mean a lot more for me. Dude, and you're you, getting David. very erotic right yeah. now. That's cool. <laughs> Not nearly as erotic as we were in the Finger Lakes, Dave, if you saw the photos. Um, but no, that means something for us. And, you know, it, it does add a, a level of, of, of affection and intimacy to it, um, yeah. which is which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so if so. you guys take a vacation, like, coming up, and if you're posting every single fucking picture of everything you guys Oh, do. bad news. We're going to Disney World in like a month, and if you think... We'll wait till we get home. We're going to try and wait till we get home. If, if it's we're f- going to Photoshop you in. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going with my cardboard cutout of you and bringing you on Space Mountain. Like, Please if it's, do. If it's a photo dump, it's fine. Like, my, my point isn't really like stay off your... It's more like stay off social... Get off social media, but also get off your goddamn phone. Mm. Like, 
Right. That was another yeah. episode of Get Off My Lawn with Rich Sweet. I mean, the Sweeten <laughs> yeah. Show with Rich Sweet. Yeah. No, awesome. Very, very good take. Very good take. <laughs> Thank um, you. If they want to see more of them, where can they find you on Twitter to see them? At B <laughs> underscore. <laughs> you all right there, buddy? Right there, at um, at B underscore one. The fucking irony of this. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Go on to Twitter and see. <laughs> see me telling get you to get off the Twitter. Yeah. Oh, follow me on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Follow me on Twitter is here. I can berate you more about your social media usage. So, B underscore walnuts. Uh, Sean, what about you? At Hey, it's SOV. Uh, Mr. Bennett. D. Bennett. And I'm at MKASNEL. That's M K A S Z N E L. Tim Bulger still not on Twitter, but we're working on it uh, in spite of the last 10 minutes of content. Uh, the podcast is available at brose underscore podcast on Twitter if you want to interact with the show, or you can go to Facebook at brose podcasts. <laughs> See why I don't have one of these Just now? Load it up. Our Snapchat account is non-existent, but it's coming soon. Uh, if you want to email the show, you can email brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com if you'd like to send us any of your questions. Uh, and you can download our podcast or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud. Tune in and anywhere else. Fine podcasts are bought and sold. Special thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien for compiling all of our questions. Shannon Vogel for designing our logo. You can find her work uh, for sale at Etsy.com. And our theme music is When by Steven Siebert. You can find it at the Free Music Arch- Archive or headphonica.com. Uh, Rich, talk to us about your other podcast. <laughs> uh, check out One Quest. Uh, oh, check out PodQuest. We're going to be talking about nerd shit. This comes out in October, so we're nowhere near Pokemon yet. Nope. So that's Was it, that November? Uh, no, Mid-November or okay. late November, I think. I can't remember. Yeah. How long is your miniseries going to be on Untitled Goose Game? Um, it's probably just one one episode. Okay, well, I'll have to pick up the slack then on Keystone Coast to Coast. Uh, Keystone Coast to Coast is my other podcast. I uh, talk with my buddy Ed Provident about Pennsylvania sports. Um, if we're recording uh, in a couple of days from now, so it's going to be a little bit outdated by the time you hear this. We put out an episode every one to two weeks, uh, and it's available on Apple Podcasts. And I edit the podcast Under Pressure, The Hidden Story of Pregnancy and Preeclampsia, which comes out on the first day of every month. Say goodbye to the listeners, everyone. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. For your home, smile later. <laughs> ah, for Will Smith, for Tim Bolger, for Rich Sweeten, for Sean O'Brien, for Tim Hansen, who's still enjoying a wonderful honeymoon in Cancun, and the entire Action Moose team. Moo. My name is Matt Casnell, reminding you to be smart about being stupid. Fire. Am I the only one who moves? No, I move. And fuego. Boom. <laughs> I hear hearing what's love got to do with it downstairs. Did you turn that on? Did you ask that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just knew that it wasn't playing when I came down the stairs. It was playing when I came up the stairs. Well, I kept trying to get a uh, Millie Vanilli blame it on the rain, but they would not play it. Oh, that sucks. Huh. And so finally, after the third try, they were just like, all right, well, here is our radio station based on Blame It on the Rain by Millie Vanilli. And I was like, we'll throw you a bone. Like, all right, Tina Turner, I got you. <laughs>